Hi everyone, and welcome to the first episode ever of Go Out and Talk to Strangers. This is Adi, I'm a nomad architect, and this is the place where I'm sharing ideas and inspiration, hosting founders, entrepreneurs, and extremely talented people to share their experience with us. And today we have a very special guest, Vanessa from Barcelona, Spain. Hi, Vanessa. Hello, Adi. Hi. <laughs> Happy to have you here. Okay, I'm going to introduce you. Vanessa, she's an entrepreneur, a public speaker, and a world traveler. She's the founder of the Happy Working Lab project, and these days she's helping business owners and entrepreneurs all around the world to create co-working spaces in the best possible way. Did I do it correctly? Right, that's perfect. <laughs> Looking on your resume, I, I got to see you did a lot of speaking in the um, Coworking Europe conference and also the Coworking Africa, which is really interesting. Well, not, not, not a lot of speaking. I spoke uh, for a couple of times, but I was organizing the conference. Wow. I was behind the stage. How was it like organizing such a important conference? Uh, amazing, amazing because uh, co-working Europe uh, as well as co-working Africa and co-working India gave me the opportunity to travel around the, the co-working world mm. and meet different cultures and find out uh, what is the, the co-working impact in different parts of the world actually. I'm really interested to see how it transformed into different cultures. Sure. The, the, for example, if you, if you go to, for example, India, India, it's one of the uh, countries where co-working is, is growing uh, faster. Now, so in three years, appear the, the first co-working space. And after three years, you can count more than 200 co-working spaces only in India. Wow. Yeah. And run it by big brands as well. So all, all co-working spaces, not all, but most of, uh, of the spaces in India are are very big, more than 1,000 meters squares, and well, and startup focus, obviously. Uh, then, if you go to Africa, Africa, it's very uh, different because Africa, well, it's it's super different. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Must> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, also Africa has a tech focus because of the big uh, tech companies are there in investing in in the mobile sector and thing, and this kind of industry. The the problem in Africa is that the uh, when I'm talking um, about Africa, I'm not talking about South Africa, which is is different, or Morocco, or Morocco, it's different. Yeah, yeah it's different. But uh, normally in Africa, the, the working spaces uh, are having a, a hard time because they need they need investment for for sp from sponsors because of the rent, the real estate. It's very 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 expensive and. And the people and the entrepreneurs, they don't have, uh, they can afford the money to pay an office or a, or a co-working space. On which countries are we talking about? Yeah, for example, Sudan, it's one of, of, of the countries, Congo, Angola, Niger, Niger, Nigeria as well, 
all, all these all these countries so you know are not well there are a, a lot of economic differences mm -hmm. you know and 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 for example i have a, a friend uh, who runs uh, three co-working spaces in Mozambique, Fernando Mendez is called. He's from Portugal, actually. He has a co-working space in Portugal and three or four in Mozambique. Now the, the, the co-working spaces are, are doing very well, but uh, what he was explain, explaining to me was that the real estate is super, super expensive. And then you have the problems of the electricity, uh, internet, uh, which is weak, and if you you want a, a good internet, you have to pay a lot. So all all this kind of critical stuff that for us are very basic, are normal, but in Africa are not. And who are the the people that go to this kind of spaces in Africa? The users. Yeah, normally startups, mm -hmm. startups, uh, tech entrepreneurs, and now more and more uh, companies. Interesting, because you always imagine, like uh, in Europe, it's very common to have freelancers using co-working spaces. And me as an, uh, I, I call myself sometimes uh, an office refugee, <laughs> <laughs> because I used to, I used to work in an office and I hated every moment of it because it was very boring and um, I just felt very trapped. And the co-working spaces are a good alternative for when you need to get work done, but you want to do it in a different way and to experience something different in your daily life. No, I agree. I agree. I've been a, freelance, uh, I'm a, free, I've been a freelancer and an entrepreneur too, and I know how, how you felt. <laughs> but actu <laughs> actually, actually, the um, so co-working in Europe, but I uh, I think in Europe and everywhere, no, it's a, a freelancing and startup phenomenon. So the the customer is is shifting. No, actually, right now are the corporates are those filling up co-working spaces. And don't you find it interesting that people that work location independent? They can work from anywhere and still they choose this kind of format that it's similar to an office life, but the value is different. Sure, sure. Because so this, uh, the location independent movement and the nom nomad people. So if you, you're traveling, uh, what you like is to meet people, no, and you're working as well. No, so you, you, you look for networking, no, to collaborate, uh, with other peers so co-working spaces are the best place to to meet peers like you, you know because co-working spaces are made of communities yes and and it's the the to me when it was a I, i've been working remotely for for five years and the best way to grow my business and and to have social life you know when i was traveling was uh, going to one co-working space to another one, you know, to meet people and to to see which which community uh, was the one I was feeling that I belong, you know. And was it before or after you started your own co-working space? After, after, <laughs> yeah. After. So can you tell me what got you to start your own co-working space? Like what was that time in your life that you thought you thought, okay, this is what I should do. 
uh, yeah, when I was well, I was uh, freelance. I was uh, working for uh, online TV. Mm -hmm. It was my main customer actually, and we were organizing uh, an event in Madrid, in a in a space called Topicus. At that time, it was the 2009 or 2010. I don't remember very very well. So. At, at this time, so the co-working space, it was the co-working was just born. Okay, no, no one knew what kind of place was no co-working space. So we went there to to work, and well, I fell in love. No, I I asked, what what's this? No, this is a art exhibition space, uh, but with people working with the laptops and other people uh, having a beer in another room. <laughs> other... <laughs> so it was a bar. Yeah, a bar. Great combination. Yeah, so you had, I had everything in one place, you know, so a space to, to work, a space to uh, relax as well, because it was a part with some sofas. Another one for exhibitions. Uh, so I, I fell in love. I fell in love, and <laughs> well, we did. The, we organized the vendor. I met the, the founders, and and I told them that they they had to bring this to Barcelona because this place was in Madrid. And yeah, we start to look for a, a venue in Barcelona and to create a community to make uh, the brand of the space known. And the most difficult thing, no, to find investment as well. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So when you just started, what did you look like? How did you vision your place? Let's say space-wise, did you look for the main street or? Yeah. So well, I, I was very lucky because I was, uh, I I didn't start this this trip alone. Mm -hmm. So I was partnering with this co-working space with the Topicus. Okay. So um, the, they guide me, you know. And so we we were looking for an area uh, in in center, and then the size of the space was very important uh, to make it prof profitable. Mm -hmm. So we were looking uh, for a space. Uh, of minimum 1,000 meters squares. And also one of the requirements that we were uh, looking for, it's with, with a bar, a, a restaurant and bar inside. Inside, okay. Inside, inside, but also open to the public. Okay, that's really interesting. So you wanted to have this kind of place when you have the same kind of people coming every day. But at the same time, you have it's open to the public, and everybody can come and have coffee and yeah, and eat and whatever. So to me, to me, it's very, it's a it's an added value to have a bar and restaurant inside your co-working space. Mm -hmm. One because it's um, it makes grow your economics. Okay, so yeah, so this is uh, another source of of incomes, and a very important one. So if you are open to the public, uh, it's it's a meeting point for your community and and the community who is outside, you know. So uh, the whole community of a co-working space, it's not only the people who work in your space. You have to take into account the people who visit you, uh, who attend events, mm -hmm. uh, the neighbors, uh, the business that you have uh, near you, etc. 
So it's a meeting point and to network and collaborate and it's a, a great marketing tool to attract uh, members. Mm. So when you started this project, can you tell me about the challenge that you had to deal with? Let's say, I don't know if all the neighbors like the idea of having this kind of space or did everybody understand the concept right at the beginning or some people said, what are you doing? Yeah, well, the, the concept was, was no, everybody knew uh, what was a, co uh, what means co-working at that time. Mm -hmm. So I started in 2012 and at that time, so in two years in, in Spain and also Europe, no, uh, because of the economical crisis, uh, started to appear a lot of co-working spaces at the same time. How is it connected to the crisis? Uh, because of the real estate prices too. Ah. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of uh, empty buildings. Okay. A lot of empty buildings and a lot of unemployment. So people were starting their own businesses. Exactly. So the the real estate was very very low and and unemployed people start to to open co-working spaces. Mm. So Spain at, at this, so in 2012, uh, was the, the first country in Europe with more co-working spaces. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was a boom. <laughs> so you mostly aim to have local community, right? Today, most of these places aim to have the international community using it. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, for locals. Yeah, local people. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, now uh, it it changed. Now, uh, at least in Barcelona, Barcelona we have a lot of uh, nomad people and a lot of people from abroad working here. And now it's what well, we, especially the big big spaces, uh, you you find people from everywhere of the world. Mm -hmm. mm. But not before. Before was focused on for on local people. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like until when you had that space running? Well, is it still running? Um, it's still running. Yeah, it's still running. So Transforma, Transforma, the the identity of Transforma, a space for professionals uh, focus on arts and culture, and mm -hmm. still is it. <laughs> and uh, but I I ran the space two years, two years. Uh, yeah, I left on two thousand fourteen. Can I ask why? Why? Yeah, sure, sure. Because we were we, we were too many uh, partners. Okay. And and we had to, uh, what we were divided in two groups with different opinions, and then we decided to split up. Okay. And well, and 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 I left. I left because I was I started working, uh, organizing conferences, in Europe and in Africa and India. Mm. And I was feeling more, well, it was a new challenge uh, and I love tra traveling. I understand that, <laughs> for sure. <Yeah. laughs> so, you know, I realized, I realized that um, I love the, the, the working culture the, and I really, and the benefits and for me, the best place to work from is in a, uh, is in a co-working space. But uh, to be the, the manager, it's, it's different, no? Because mm -hmm. you don't have this freedom. 
No, you you have to manage with a lot of people. Right. You have to keep update the space. I saw on your website that you offer, uh, or from your experience, you offer manager training for co-working spaces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, Because it's an art. Yes. Like, to know how to handle all the different elements and people and keep it alive and keep it relevant. Because there are so many today. The competition, for example, here in Lisbon, there are so many co-working spaces and only few are really working, in my opinion. Well, yeah, it's, it's an art and it's a business and you have to, you have to know how to make it uh, profitable. No, and mm-hmm. and it's like well, it's like any any business. For example, a very simple one. Please do. A uh, bar. No, everybody every everybody thinks that uh, to have a bar, um, it's mm-hmm. very easy. <laughs> But in my opinion, it is not. I have a, I know a lot of people that they that open a have open a bar, and after. Four months they they shut it down yeah because it's not it's not easy it's a business and you have to know how it works yeah it's one of the most common dreams people have everybody wants to own their own bar or yeah yeah so and, and you have to know how to run it and like like all businesses mm-hmm. so you mean about like the, the day-to-day things the day-to-day but the strategy okay. uh, you have to target the market you have to um design an identity a branding etc okay so let's let's break it down please okay <laughs> let's do it because i do know we have people with us that are interested of knowing how to do things right mm-hmm. and they like you have a lot of experience in co-working spaces yeah <laughs> that's what you do so let's say somebody wants to start a project what is the most important thing you should take care of before starting Mm. even before you have the space itself well the the economics you have to make well your numbers mm-hmm. and also the also the purpose that depends no if you so the, the size of the space it's important too mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that a small co-working space can cannot work work okay that depends of, of your purpose okay when you say small what do you mean small i'm talking so um 300 meters squares okay so from 500 to down okay that's small yeah normally with this kind of size you just cover the cost but it can be worth for you if you have this this co-working space and it's not your uh, main activity main professional activity You know what I mean. So if you are a graphic designer and mm-hmm. you uh, manage a co-working space, but your main activity it's uh, it's to design webs. Okay. You know, it's worth because uh, co- the community and that you have in your space will um, give you benefits. You will find other people to collaborate. Your business. You know what I mean. Okay. So you network. But if you want to live from uh, this business, uh, you need to focus on uh, on the space as a service, mm-hmm. on giving a warm experience to to your customers, to your members. Can you give an example of a place that you know that do it correctly or just to know how can you make a warm experience for your clients? Uh, yeah, uh, I've, I've been working as a, uh, as a co-worker yeah. <laughs> for, uh, in Beta House in Barcelona. 
So they have a great community mm -hmm. and in this place. Uh, every day, a lot of things happen. They organize um, different activities, uh, learning activities, social activities, uh, networking activities. And the, no, the good thing is that they, what the, the community, it's very strong, you know, and big. And you, you have a lot of synergies with other people. Yes. So they, they know how to connect uh, each, each member. That's one of the biggest challenges mm. when creating. I think if you have a strong community, then it means you're going to have a successful project when it comes to co-work and co-live, of course. Yes, right, right. And one, one thing, if you're going to, to start a co-working project, uh, a good tip is to create your community before you open your space. This is a, a good tip. Mm -hmm. So how can you do it? Just like online or doing events? Events and online, both. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need you need at least to create a Facebook page or Facebook page. It works. So you don't need you can start creating your online community on Facebook and organize and organize different events in bars in other spaces and would you recommend having like the certain identity for the community or because sometimes when we go into this kind of a niche mm -hmm. it helps us to define what we're doing but at the same time it also means we have a smaller uh, audience well first yeah first you have to create your your brand your identity and now who is gonna be who is your target so if you define, you have this defined, and then you can start creating the content that you will offer the events. So if, for example, in my case, in, with Transforma, what I did, people I wanted to attract uh, were people from arts, culture, uh, creative people, okay? So I opened my Facebook page, uh, Mm -hmm. And I just start to promote my events on the Facebook page, but also using the meetups pages and Eventbrite. And Do you remember what was the first event you organized? Uh, well, yeah. Well, I don't remember if it was the first one, but one of the first one, it was one I organized in in a bar of a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got a, we got a sponsor, a beer sponsor as well. And what we did, we we select different uh, creative projects. We contact the the professionals and we ask them to to expose the project. Okay. On in my event, all of them were designers, but one was from a fashion designer, another one a graphic designer, shoe designer, uh, industrial designer. You know from, and what. We, we met up and each of them present uh, their company, their project. And then we did questions and answers. Then we had beers and we network. So this one, one of the events. Okay, so let you let them show what they do and that, that make them feel very comfortable probably. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then after when we finished, I took the opportunity to present my project, <laughs> my co-working space, and to ask them uh, questions, you know, because they were my potential target. Mm -hmm. So, which 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 uh, location they prefer, which kind of activities, which kind of services they will need, things mm -hmm. like that. 
that's really important that you actually got to ask them those questions. So many people, they just assume and they go with their assumptions. Uh-huh. But then when they get to the real project or the real life, they see that uh, they need something different. Yeah. So that was really smart of you to do that. And was there anything that was that surprised you in their answers? Was there anything that you thought, oh, they're gonna need this and this, and actually they answered something different? Mm, no, not 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 um, not so much. No, I, not so much, or I don't re- I don't remember right now. But uh-huh. no, not so much. No, no, I was focusing. So the the area for me was, was the location was very important to me, and about the services. Yeah, maybe, but it didn't surprise me. No, it's just uh, regarding the, the events that you that you organize. No, uh, so you think when you you're going to open a co-working space that okay, you will uh, provide education and because it's interesting to organize English lessons or Photoshop lessons or and a lot of stuff that you will you re, you would like to do it or to take mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but at the end uh, yeah the members they are not interested so much in this kind of stuff they go to work and they want and after they want to socialize so it's very simple <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And I can imagine some collaborations grew in your community. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, yeah, quite. So I was new in this business when I, we start Transforma. No, but uh, we, we try very hard to, yeah, that, that everybody, to, we, we try very hard to make, make sure that everybody knew who was doing, you know, who was who and who was doing uh what you know it's very important if you have a new member first mm-hmm. uh to know to find out if well, you have to have intuition no but if someone comes and you think that he, this guy won't fit to your community yeah it's better to suggest him another space <laughs> <laughs> because he's coming from a different field or uh, well or you know every Every community has an identity. Yes. You know, and and this is what makes people to to get into a co-working space, I I think. Yeah, because they want to belong. Hmm. To the community. We're, as humans, we want to be part of something. We want to... Exactly. Freelancing can be very lonely. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so, well, and when someone comes and asks for your space... Well, make uh, these guys some questions, no, to find out about how how is him or her, and and then you can figure out if he or she can fit in your community. Mm-hmm. And the second second step is once he starts, introduce him or her to everybody, and be be smart and and try try to connect with the right persons in the community. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's smart. So if you had to go back in time mm-hmm. and and do it again, would you do everything the same or is there something that you would change today? Uh, I will change a lot of things. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Uh, like um, partners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you have to choose your partners. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we 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 were too many partners. So how many were they? How many was? We were uh, we were nine, but uh, wow, it's like a company. Yeah, we were too many, so it's better to have we uh, two or three, <laughs> no no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, less less is more in that case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also. Uh, well, the investment, the investment, it's important. Mm-hmm. You know, the investment have to be uh, have to be aligned to your project. And in your case, you got the investment from like your sponsor. Uh, no, 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 no. We that so my my strategy. I think that it was I was wrong. You no, know, to in order to get the all the investment to carry out the whole project. Uh, that's why I I look for nine partners. Okay. So this was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Well, now no, it's different because the real estate uh, sector is investing uh, in co-working, so it's much easier. You know? But at that time, well, co-working was for indie people, not indie entrepreneurs. But now it's much, much easier if uh, your project is good. Yeah, so maybe you should also, we, we can advise people to search for a more passive investors well the, the, to me the, the best the best deal for a co-working entrepreneur mm-hmm. uh, it's to to make a deal with your landlord you know uh, if you so to to have him as a partner <laughs> that's the best deal that you can have that's yeah. smart <laughs> yeah that's very yeah so because that, that the leasing contract it's 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 a key for your business mm. Mm. Interesting. That's a really good tip. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we covered pretty much the basics of creating a co-working space. And did you ever participate in a project that was already running or do you always consult from the very beginning? Both. Both. Uh, I, I did both. Yeah, with, with my agency, what we do, we can provide... Uh, the, the whole consultancy from the beginning, so from the idea until the, the launching and the follow-up. But uh, sometimes uh, there are uh, co-working spaces that they need some help in specific areas like communication or marketing. So we work in this area only. And can you tell me about one project that you managed to maybe save or help them to be more successful by just changing a few things? Yeah, uh, there is one. Uh, there is one co-working space in Barcelona called Cubic. Uh, they started when the word co-working wasn't invented. <laughs> okay, twenty twenty years ago. So it's it's a very very it's an it's a building actually. Uh, 900 meters squares. Well, when they contacted me, uh, the, the space did, uh, didn't work. They were open 20 years ago, but they didn't want to be named uh, co-working, you know. How did they call it before co-working? A creative space to work or something like this. <laughs> yeah, not... Okay, alternative office. <laughs> yeah, co- collaborative space. Yeah, because this project started in that way, you know, the founders were well are for for people for architects actually mm-hmm. and they they took the building to collaborate and they started to grow so they took one one floor of the building 
and they they started to grow and and took the the whole the whole building. Yeah, it was something very organic, you know, very natural. And when after some years, when the the co-working movement start, they didn't jump on the on the phenomenon. And while it was empty when I started, and well, what we did. It was to design a new strategy and to update the building, to update also the, the branding, the online branding. And now, now it's working well. Uh, there is another one, Cowork Idea, another one in Barcelona, that, well, they took uh, another space and we helped them to target uh, nomad people and tech people. Oh, wonderful. And current project that we are we are uh, working right now is a very big one uh it's it's for the council and the main exhibitor company in barcelona called fira barcelona and this will be uh, <clears throat> a hub mm -hmm. of six thousand meter squares wow it's very big <laughs> yeah this this is our first big project now we are we're very proud and happy <laughs> Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and when will it open? Uh, it will. Yeah, it will open next uh, this year on September, October. So uh, I hope. Okay. I hope. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Mm, that sounds amazing. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now it's an adventure to work in a project like this. Super interesting. Maybe I'll come visit. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> okay, so we're about to come to an end. And there is uh, one question that I'm going to ask all of my guests. So I want to ask you as well. Mm -hmm. I want you to answer really honestly and don't let anything in the way. Okay? okay. So let's say you're going to a bar. I can already know you like bars from yeah. our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so and you had like a couple glasses of wine and, and your head is very, very free. And you had this crazy idea. So you're taking a napkin. And you write it down. So the next day you you see it in your pocket, that napkin. Uh -huh. What would it say? Uh... If you can do anything, what would you choose to do? Okay. What What would it say on that napkin? Okay. Uh... Mm. No money problem, no time problem. Anything you want to do. Mm, let me, let me, let me think. Okay, so just just one dream, all right? Well, to have uh, yes. tra to travel mm -hmm. during a year around the world, that that will be amazing. One of my main dreams. That's really cool. <laughs> and let's say you, you came back from that travel, and now you can do for work whatever mm -hmm. you want. What would you do? Ah, the same. So I'm the same. Now I'm. Yeah, I'm now. I'm very, I'm very happy and very. So uh, co-working, it's my passion, and to to have the opportunity to run my my agency mm -hmm. and and help other other businesses to to open uh, mm. co-working spaces. So to to me, for me, it's 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 my passion. So I will keep doing the same. That's a yeah. great answer. You must be very happy waking mm. up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's it, so it's it's hard because nothing gets easy. That's but true. Yes, I'm very happy. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to share the link to Vanessa's website and and the LinkedIn profile so everybody can connect with her. 
And I want to thank you for sharing your ideas and experience with us. Thanks. Thanks to you, Adi. It's been a pleasure uh, to talk to you. <laughs> and thanks for inviting me to your podcast. Sure. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Hi, guys. It's Adi again. I'm very happy to have you with me, and I would like to ask for your help for the next season of the show. The next project I'm going to host will focus on unique experiences. If you've ever been to a place that made a strong impression on you, or if you started one yourself, a retreat center, a sustainable project, art gallery, hotel somewhere in nature, anything that creates a special experience for the guest. It could be anywhere around the world. So send me the details and maybe you'll be on my show. And until the next time, go out and talk to strangers. It's been a pleasure. Ciao, ciao.